watch the Red Beaver. Do you read me? Mandits at one o'clock. Do you read me? Fellow Smith, fellow Smith. We are losing, we are losing power. We are losing power. Starboard engine. We'll have to feather it. Starboard engine, I repeat. We'll have to feather it. Blue Fox to Red Beaver. Blue Fox to Red Beaver. Do you read me? Do you read me? Come in. This is Smith. Please leave a message for me. And uh, happy Easter to you. Here comes Peter Cottontail. Up and down the dusty trail. <laughs> yeah. The bunny song. <laughs> the bunny song. <laughs> Colored eggs. How do you think the bunny does that? Hmm? He takes dye. <laughs> yeah. Colored dye and drinks it. Sometimes purple. Sometimes red. Sometimes Black, yellow, green, blue, chartreuse, indigo, <laughs> and so forth and so on. Jim Smith here. I'm out of town uh, for the day, but if you'd leave a message for me, I'll return your call as soon as I get back. Thank you. Hi, this is Ross Perot. And I'm calling uh, every American uh, person I can think of. And I thought of you, Mr. Smith. I thought uh, you don't remember meeting me, but I was down in Texas at uh, at the time you and uh, Jonathan Winter were, were doing the um, the, uh, the movie uh, Viva Max. I, I thought it was badly done because of your accents, both of you, is uh, very tragic. You do not have this Texas accent, what you call Southwest, is it? Just Southwest, but not certainly the Texas accent. And uh, you Yankees have to turn. Uh, turn to uh, people like myself to to correct you and teach you how to speak correctly in a, in a Texas dialogue. That's not a hint of that. I want to talk to you politically now because uh, what is happening with um, uh, President Clinton is uh, is just uh, shameful and uh, what he's doing in terms of the American people. I don't care about the presidency as much as I, I certainly definitely care about the American people. I care uh, not necessarily about you or Jonathan, those people are like that, uh, Henry Morgan's, uh, the people I saw in the movie, be, uh, Peter Isenoff was a foreigner, so I care less about him. I, I, I won't, I won't uh, it isn't so much the, the people today, uh, or, the, or your children, it's your children's children, it's your grandchildren. But you have no children, so this doesn't affect you at all, but I'm just calling from a, uh, from a person who uh, is uh, childless and uh, get there their response to to my program. And I can only say this, for, for $15, just remember, my philosophy, my, I'm worth $75 billion, and my philosophy that I send out to you is certainly worth $15, and you can certainly afford that. So be kind enough when you return my call to uh, certainly uh, send, send me $15. Would you do that? And if you do, you know the time. <laughs> You're a big asshole, and I thought you were. Thank you, and good night. J.B. Smith here. A happy Easter to you. And uh, please leave a message for me. Thank you. Well, we knew there wouldn't be any basket with chocolate eggs or jelly beans or any, you know, Easter bunnies or anything like that. Uh, we did expect a call. 
I guess friends are just either cheap or get tapped out, but maybe a card, you know, written maybe three weeks in advance, a postcard, knowing that we'll get uh, here, you know, close to the Easter date. Calls can be expensive. I'm making one now, so I would know. Uh, this is a shame, you know, to go through Easter and not hear from a Christian friend. <laughs> I've heard nothing from you. Apparently odd partaking of someone else's food. Uh, I can't think of anything else to say other than Happy Easter. In your Easter bonnet with all the sonnets on it You'll be the dotted in the Easter parade On the avenue, Fifth Avenue You will see a massacre too On the avenue, on the avenue You'll see people turn every color That's okay that's about it. You take care, my friend. Have a happy Easter and know that a Christian called you. Yeah. You get your PTL card. Thanks for calling Jim Smith. I'm sorry that I can't be here to answer the phone right now, but if you'd leave a message, I will uh, return your call as soon as possible. Thank you. Yeah, Snubby, Doc McGraw here, the old homestead. Just rode in on my pinto, and I guess I'll be hanging around the old Happy Days Saloon for a little while, you know. Maybe play a few card games here and there, and suck up a little whiskey, and uh, see uh, Bell Star. I may give her a little twirl upstairs at her place. <laughs> well, uh, the old western town is all the same. We've been looking for him. I was over in Lone Butte here about five days back, and my horse gave out and had to eat the son of a bitch. I'm feeling good now. I had some buffalo meat and places cleared, and I'm ready to pull out to Puma Point in the morning. I'm going up there to sell some domestic skins to the Apache. <laughs> Thanks for calling J.B. Smith. Please leave a message, and I'll get back to you. Thank you. It is 11.05 of a Tuesday. Yeah. And that's uh, April uh, 20th, I believe. Uh, yeah. April 20th. Still no word from you uh, about getting back to me or any place in any city, anywhere. Uh, I suggest you make the call. Uh, otherwise, you're in harm's way. In harm's way. H-A-R-M apostrophe harm's way. Get it? <laughs> You'll get it or else. The joke will crush you. Thanks for calling Smith. I'm uh, running right now, but I will be back here tomorrow afternoon. Thank you.
Now, this doesn't make sense. Tomorrow afternoon. This is Thursday. Yeah, when you say tomorrow afternoon, you see, once again, you have no time or date. Today is the 20th. <laughs> and you see, uh, if you'd said tomorrow the 20th, uh, or the 21st, actually, what is it, today, since I'm calling you today. These these messages you leave, Mr. Smith, are inappropriate. They're, uh, you want to believe it, they're done by a retard, a man that's uh, not, uh, you know, working with all four pistons. Now, I know that you're overtaken, overcome, uh, overextended, with a little white car, you know, the little uh, Polish Porsche. And uh, we appreciate that. We, we, we know that older people become like children, which they end up children. You know, they don't know who they We come in like a child. We don't know who we are in the first two years, and we go out uh, the last two years in our life. We don't know who we are. It's just palsy holding on to Mr. Pencil, and Mr. Pencil doesn't write. Uh... Now, I thought I'd reach you because I've gotten in from Chicago. You see, it's 5 o'clock my time, but of course, we don't leave here until 6, which is 4 hours, you see, from now. It's now 2.5. So we leave at just about 6 o'clock. I had thought maybe I would hear from you as to what time you'd be here. So if you, uh, if you're about... What are you all about? Uh, call. All right? Together. Da 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 dee. In all kinds of weather. Da 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 dee. Da dee. In all Hello, this is Jim Smith. If you would leave a message for me and uh, the nature of your call, I would appreciate it. And I'll return it as soon as possible. Thank you. The nature of the call. Well, it's a call of a very violent elderly person. Someone close to your age. You realize that just a few months, May... June, July, and August, and August, you know what you're going to be. <laughs> 69. Yeah, that's a magic number, you know. It's a sexual connotation. 69. Swazanuk. Well, my friend, it's the last time you'll be that. Then you go into 70. And just remember... The Prince of Darkness is really staring, and the walls and the halls and the people with the white hair, people with the bad rugs, people bent over, crippled, drooling and scrolling and fooling and stumbling and fumbling, using a cane, using their hands. Be fewer and fewer sit-ups and, you know, push-ups and running. You'll have stopped running, you see, 
maybe, maybe, maybe in your room in tight circles. A few little things there, but the body eventually turns to clay. You heard the expression, feet of clay. Well, get ready. <laughs> Thanks for calling J.B. Smith. Please leave your name and telephone number for me. Thank you. Well, you see, last thing you said, I'll be in all day. This is one lie after another. And uh, it's another call. I can't call now because I've got an early call. i got to go out to the, to the uh, quarry early. And I'll be there until 1 o'clock. That's 10 hours, you see. 3, 8, or 11, 12, yeah. So uh, you said you'd be in all day. You see, I know you couldn't be. You can't sit still that long. And you have what so many men I have at that age is the, what was commonly called St. Vitus Dance. And uh, I don't know why he'd be out in this heat. Uh, this is another letdown to me. Yeah, 3.15. And uh, I don't know what to tell you. I had some important stuff, but now it just has to be shelved again. So good luck and have a wonderful day. <laughs> and uh, I tell you what you've got to do before the end of your life and the Prince of Darkness and if you even, you know, stand a, a slight chance of getting into the Golden Gate, Golden Doors, and that is to start telling the truth, because uh, you're not doing that. See, I've learned recently that it's more lies, more lies, more lies, and uh, you told me you'd be in all afternoon. I told you I would call. Here I am calling, <laughs> and you're not there. So, uh, I'll have to be at another time. But you have a good day, and remember telling, concentrate on telling the truth. Just study the life of George Washington as a young man. Thank you. Hello, this is Smith. Thanks for calling. And if you'd leave a message for me, I would appreciate it. Thank you. Oh, Jim, this is uh, Al McCutcheon. I'm calling uh, in regard to Bonnie and everything. 